morning, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Vattle on the drums and beats. It's Monday, and I did a pre-show today, Frank, as I do every show uh, on Locals. I took the day off Friday. I figured it was a sign from the universe that maybe I should veg out a little bit, so I didn't Good. do Yeah, didn't do the Friday show. And I, um, I don't, like I was telling people, there is literally nothing inside of me today calling me to beat the drum of all this bullshit that's going on in the world right now I, like what because i haven't even been i haven't even been paying attention last i heard uh some people want to get rid of matt gates matt gates wants to get rid of mccarthy uh some a a, a democrat pulled a fire alarm mm-hmm. I, that's all I, I i've been hearing like like little fragments of information i'm like oh wow that world sucks that was generally the weekend yes and and you know i have a i just if you want to hear what i said instead of reinventing the wheel you can go to locals and 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 listen to it but um i I don't know i just i'm not excited by it it's not something that i'm 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 just it's like so anyway, I have a, a I have stuff to talk about because that's why people come here, Frank. Right? They come here for information and to hear what's going on. And I'm not gonna rip that, excuse me, rip that that rug out from underneath people. Um, but I, I I'm just having a hard time soul wise vibing with the negative stuff. I'm just having a hard time with it. Like I don't want to drag myself down there. I don't want to drag myself into the basement hellhole that you must be in in order to put yourself in the same environment as this crap. Yep. There's Yeah. It just sucks cuz I'm I'm feeling good. I'm happy. I'm 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 you know, I'm I'm smiling. I'm I'm at peace and I'm, you know, doing all the things that you're supposed to do to live a a, a happy, healthy life and then here I come on a Monday morning and and I pull up all this crap and all this negative stuff and just all this bad and it's like why do I want to put myself there? Why today? There's why? endless there's an endless supply of it too. You know the thing that really sucks is that I I used to have a, a couple of really good um a couple of really good sources for strictly positive news. And over the years I've had to drop them and keep eyes open for new sources of you know positive news because even the positive news became veiled partisan nonsense and i'm like damn man even here you know the thing is this like there's a i think there's got to be a different way to do this right i i don't advocate for people being uninformed and just kind of burying their head in the sand per se but if you're watching the news and all it's doing to you is pissing you off so that then you go out into the world and you're just pissed off and you're sharing your pissed offness with everybody around you. Perhaps that's not the best way to spend all of your time. Perhaps we should really start diversifying how much time we spend on that stuff um, and try and bring some more good in because we talk about it all the time, how a smile or opening the door for someone or whatever is a ripple effect that spreads and changes everybody's mood it can change an entire day it can change so much and then we don't really practice what we preach all that often maybe we should spend some more time practicing what we preach um yeah but that being said let's get into all the crap that's going to piss you off you got it i mean See, it's the same the, the, well that's just the whole thing the simulation is mostly online yeah you get your you get your news there you have your online persona there you have your followers there, your network, and uh, that's where you take your stand. And as soon as you take your stand, you put your phone down for a maybe two and a half minutes before your next round of dopamine. And um, and and you do some menial task inside of real life. And then you go back to the dream. And it just and it uh, and, and that that addiction cycle continues on mm. like the other day. um the other day, I don't know if this person was saying it jokingly because I don't, uh, I see it so much. I know it's for real. But if you talk about something that a um, a news addicted person thinks is frivolous for even five minutes, so like, oh, the world is burning and we're talking about this. What what does us talking about something else? What does do. it actually it, do? It do? Yeah, like 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 you know the the people. There's people who really really they got hooked by one one. Uh, uh 
rabbit hole adventure over another. And those of us who have been, you know, traveling <laughs> casually down rabbit holes for decades already, yeah. um, we're just like, calm down, calm down. No, 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 no. Calm down. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be if John Podesta gets arrested tomorrow, you're not going to be the one putting the handcuffs on. You know that, right? Mm hmm. You know, it's just it, this gets very personal for people inside the simulation. And it's uh, it's it, what you're living in there. That means that reality can change daily because there is no solid ground, you know? Yeah. And FEMA is doing an emergency alert test they've been telling us about for a long time on October 4th. That's the, the newest thing that everybody is uh, doomsdaying about. That, that something terrible is going to happen on October 4th. And, you know, I just think to myself, like, what if everybody took all that negative fear-based energy they're expending on October 4th and turned it into a day of prayer or a day of kindness or a day of, I don't know, do something nice yeah, for somebody. <laughs> but what, what are they? What are people expecting is going to show up? It's probably just going to be like a uh It's a phone alert. Yeah. You know, everybody's cell phone's going to go off and... You know, that's supposedly going to be the doomsday thing that happens on. Oh, and, and be ready for everybody to take a screenshot and share it. Everyone. Yeah. So be ready for 15 million people a second screenshotting it and then liking each other's photos. <laughs> That'll stop them. Look, the thing is this. I. I just feel like there's a better way. And I think a lot of people are noticing this, Frank. Like, honestly, there is a massive. The, somebody said in the in the in the pre-show the, the the. What's going on right now across the planet in terms of the, quote, awakening is not it's, it's spiritual in nature. It's not anything else because it's happening to everybody, no matter where their politics lie, I think. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been perusing around online and jumping around and. And, and that's a partisan, that's a nonpartisan message, what the message that's being, you know, shared right now about how we're supposed to be living and what we should be paying attention to and how we should be shifting our focus um, if we don't feel good. If you feel good resonating down in what I guess you could call like 3D world, right, where everything is tangible, you can, you can, you can feel, you can see it, you can manipulate it with your hands, it's physical it's in your possession, then stay there. No judgment at all, right? I mean, there's no judgment for that. That's where you feel you should be. But if you're feeling yourself not there and someplace else, perhaps you should shift your focus and attention to that place instead because it feels better. Why are we meant to feel like crap? We're not. The reason we feel like crap is because we're not supposed to, it's supposed to alert us to how we shouldn't be feeling. You understand? Like, what I'm trying to get across anyway. Yeah. Like if you feel like doo-doo about something, do you want to continue feeling that way? Or is that God's way of telling you like, perhaps you shouldn't stay here. This isn't exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. It, it's, it, well, it's, it's hard to, to turn that feeling around. It's very hard. When you're dealing with the subject matter, it's easy to, to say, all right, well, I know what this is about. I think I've gotten everything I can from this um this stone here Shift your and focus. I, i've got to you, you got to switch it up switch your so. focus if you're if you're going to spend like let's just say you're a researcher right like 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 me if you say to yourself i'm going to spend half the day today going down the you know the path of this piece of government corruption but i don't want to end my day that way i want to go to sleep with a smile on my face and i want to wake up that way too i'm going to shift my perspective to something that brings me joy at one o'clock today and then just spend the rest of the day in that joy, doing something happy for yourself. And if you're at a nine to five job and you don't have the liberty of just deciding that you're not going to do what you're stuck doing all day long, throw some positive music on or, you know, while you're doing your mundane task, kind of daydream about something that makes you happy. Um, you just change, shift your focus for just a little while and bring yourself into that place where you can like recapture some of what makes you you. Um, instead of wasting your time in the basement 24-7, just bickering and arguing with people. And like people say things to me online all the time that I think they want to say to hurt me somehow. Uh, but that's more indicative of how they feel about themselves than it is about me. 
And I've finally gotten to understand that fully. And it's been really life-changing. Um, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you've had that change. It's hard. Because me soaking that up is reflective of how I feel about myself. If something negative that someone says about me to me affects me in a negative way, then there's something going on in here that I need to work on. There's something, I, you know what I, I'm, I like I resonate with something in here that they said, and that's why it bothers me. So I've been doing a lot of freaking work over the past several months. Well, that's not always the case. Give me an sometimes example. Sometimes it's just, sometimes people, you know, it, it, it could be a little bothersome when you see somebody being, going out of their way to just be, I mean, rude almost or sounds hateful. like it's, yeah, well, yeah, rude is, I don't know, that's a big umbrella. But you can think hateful for sure. But um, I don't know. There, there are certain things that people say, and they dig in and they try to get personal. And it's not necessarily like, oh man, I hate, I hate them because they're mean. But I also hate them because they're right. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying not that. that that what they're saying is right about you. I'm saying that it affects you in a way because of something that you haven't resolved yet. Like otherwise, it wouldn't bother you at all. It doesn't have to be directly related to the thing they're saying. Um, it, it, I understand what you mean. I do. I, I just, like sitting here today trying, I, I don't, it's just killing me. No, no, it, it, it's a, it's a good, it's a good thing to toughen, to toughen and let go. It's a, it's hard. It's just hard though. That's why I started um, doing the Tuesday and Thursday show because I'm like, we need more happy. Like we can't continue this way. We're killing ourselves for goodness sakes. Who feels good being angry ever? Like there's ways we can do this, I think, and, and affect the change we want to see in the world and not do it from a place of the basement, anger, fear, vibrational kind of energy. I think we can do it from a different place. Like most of the people that have, have affected change on a global scale have been doing it in a peaceful, love sort of a sharing way. Like Martin Luther King Jr. at face value. Uh, Gandhi, for goodness sakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They affected the change that they wanted to affect in the world in a positive, uplifting way. Not by... This stuff. Let's just talk about some of this because that's why people are here. Um, cool thing. In 13 days, we will have a ring of fire with the moon and the sun. Where does that show up? Eight states. Um, we will have an annual eclipse in, uh, let's see. Uh, On the 17th? The 14th. Um, 14th. We have a full eclipse in April of 2024. Yes, on the 8th. Yep. Um, so we have Northern California, Oregon, Northern Nevada, Southern Utah, Southwest Colorado, Northern Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas at 9.15 PDT. Um, April 8th, 2024, a total solar eclipse, which we saw several years ago. I was here in South Carolina for it last time. Uh, we had a full solar eclipse. I don't remember when it was. It was probably 2017, maybe 2016. Hmm. Do you remember it? Oh, everybody play. No, no seven, two, it was August 2017 was the uh, the other one. August 2017? Yes. We got a request. It's my, my buddy's my buddy's wedding day. Oh, that's cool. We got a request, Frank. What? I'll show you. Sucks about Tim Wakefield, though, huh? Yes, it does. Here's the request. We'll play a little bit of it. And Preparation H. Love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. I mean, it goes. It goes. Everybody play it. I thought. Now, what was the whole controversy with the Preparation H commercial? Did, did the family of Johnny? Did the estate of Johnny Cash not? approve it even though the, the, no the rights what you're talking about. You, have to you don't remember that no they, preparation h back in the 90s used ring of fire for a little bit for their for their commercials and 
I think there was a little bit of scuttlebutt about it. Mm. Like uh, they obviously got the rights, but I think that there was a little, little difference of an opinion whether or not it was uh, demeaning to uh, Mr. Cash's work. But I, it, it, that, that is clever marketing right there to use Ring of Fire for Preparation H. <laughs> How Johnny Cash's hit song Ring of Fire was almost used for a hemorrhoid commercial. <laughs> but I thought, it, no, what do you mean almost used? I, I remember that. Um, Don't tell me there's another Mandela effect. Mandela effect up in here. No way. Does it, and p- People out there remember that. They, no way in hell. That actually made it to air. I remember it. Yeah, here it is. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames burns fire. Stop the burning. Preparation H. Hemorrhoidal ointment. What? Where? I just sped through it a little bit because it was literally. That was not, no. That was all it was. That's what they. That's what they're showing. And I then don't remember that. Everybody's saying cold water for Ring of Fire ad. It's it's mixed. We're in the midst of a switching Mandela effect, Frank. I see. I don't remember that. I remember it being a Preparation H commercial. I don't remember it being just one Ring of Fire burning and on the screen. I don't know. What the hell? What's going on right now? We're in a different. We're shifting timelines right now as we speak. Okay. And the internet's reacting in real time. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Cash's family say that there's no way that they, they would let it happen, but it happened. Cold water for Ring of Fire ad. February 17th, 2004. Advertising writers in Florida were planning to pitch hemorrhoid relief products with the commercial featuring the Johnny Class Cash classic Ring of Fire, but Cash's family said there's no way they will let it happen. We will never al- allow the song to be demeaned like that. The hit was written by his wife june and merle kilgore who is hank william jr's manager tv producer sula miller of big grin productions in florida said she thought of the idea when she heard the song on the radio while struggling with the uncomfortable condition cash's family is not laughing no well i don't know everybody keep their eye on the ring of fire preparation h stuff Listen. Well, that was a long, long time. Almost oh, so 20 years. Shush. Okay. Don't even say that out loud. You just said two things. <laughs> yeah, that's like crazy. 20 years in a couple of months. We're so freaking old. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they, I remember when Preparation H <laughs> wanted to use Johnny Cash's song. The chat's let loving t- it, by the way. So Yeah, let me tell you a story, kids. <laughs> you know what a hemorrhoid is? <laughs> Um, on to, on to the crazy. I have some clips to play here. I have a New York governor, Kathy, as you know, ho, 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 how do you say it? Hochul? Hochul? Hochul. Hochul. That's what I want to do. I want to hock a loogie every time I see her. That's not right. I shouldn't say that. That's mean. Um, New York governor, Kathy Hochul in 2021 versus 2023. <laughs> Oh, the Statue of Liberty is inscribed. It says, give me your tired, give me your, your, tired, poor, your huddled your young poor. masses yearning to be free, the wretched refuse to a teeming shore. And yeah. that statement encapsulizes our values. We want people to come here despite where they came from or d- despite the circumstances that drove them to this country and to this, and to this state. We see, say you are welcome here. We are welcome with open arms and we'll work to keep you safe. We'll not only house you, but we'll protect you. Uh-huh. So our message to the world is send us your people. Send us those who need the uh, the cloak of comfort. that we. I'm just going to pause it so send you can the, say whatever. Send us your hemorrhoids. Send us your hemorrhoids and we'll wipe your, we'll wipe all of your ashes. <laughs> come, come to New York. I'm Kathy Hochul. Everybody voted for me. Mm-mm-mm. You, it kind of uh, makes me think back to why they got rid of Cuomo. Like, was Cuomo starting to say enough of this nonsense? And they were like, oh, you got to go. We got to destroy New York. Yeah. And you think that there'd be somebody else in the state other than this uh, five foot six beaver. There was. There was Lee Zeldin. 
No, well, someone who would pay, you know, if they were going to replace um, Cuomo with somebody, you'd think that they would go with somebody other than this odd-looking beaver woman. She is a weird beaver woman, isn't she? Let's finish her. Yeah. Hold on. Because now... Can demonstrate as New Yorkers with big hearts and open big arms... Big hearts! ...will provide a safe haven. We have to let the word out that when you come to New York, you're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. So we have to also message properly that we're at our limit... If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. But the smarter thing is to apply for asylum before you leave your country. Don't don't not come here, of course. We just don't have anywhere for you. Don't not come. Come, please. The whole country wants you. We need you. We need you. We've never seen so many bicyclists in our life. It's fascinating. <laughs> They can't bicycle too well with the flooding that's been going on there. New York City. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe some of those damn bikes are have been uh, have had their batteries fried. It's, Good. It's not just it's not just the city either. That was flooding. Long Island had its share of flooding, too. Um, pretty bad, actually. New York City's New York City mayor's top advisor calls on feds to close the border to stop the flow of migrants. A top advisor to Mayor Eric Adams on Sunday called for the federal government to close the borders in order to prevent more migrants from coming to New York City. We need the federal government, the Congress members, the Senate and the president to do its job and close the borders. And until you close the borders, you need to come up with a full on decompression strategy where you can take all of our migrants and move them throughout all of our 50 states. Nope. There you go. There you go. And that's why any that's why I listen. I'll say it over and over again. Yeah, it was funny to see all the yuppies in Martha's Vineyard go nuts when a mere 50 people showed up and they had to have them whisked away to a military base within 36 hours of their arrival. Yes, it was a nice little thing to go and chuckle about. But if you think that it was ever a good idea for border states to try to own Democrats by hastening the plan that they obviously had in place with their buses and their their fl their flights overnight and all that stuff by bringing these people thousands of miles inland and it wasn't going to uh it it, it wasn't going to uh you know through through uh, osmosis get to everywhere else oh my gosh how short-sighted i disagree with you on that i think that this so short-sighted i think it's it's changing people's minds about things um, great and now it's a state they were going to be here out. anyway i mean they were going to be here anyway that's no, no, obviously not. Because if you can move them uh, uh, 3,000 miles inland, you can move them three miles the other direction too. Well, of so, course they could have kicked them out. Yes. yes. Okay, I will agree with you on that. Conceded. They should have just deported them. But then- uh, even, even now. We wouldn't, even have, now. we wouldn't have liberal governors demanding and, and, and top officials demanding they close the border. <laughs> what, what, but But- what are they really are they really saying that this needs to this needs to stop altogether they're just saying no can't be here we've got to find someplace else to to yeah. to to move around the weight yeah well right now yes but they're starting to change their tune they really are um we'll see what happens it'll all play out in its own time won't it it sure oh will. yeah um i'm gonna shift to missouri v biden for a second um Joe Biden did an interview over the weekend about Elon Musk and new Twitter. And I just want to play this to start off the, the little section here. What about what Elon Musk has done to Twitter? Uh, lowering guardrails against misinformation. Does that contribute to it? Yeah, it does. Guardrails. Look, one of the things, as I said to you, when I thought I wasn't going to run, I was going to write a book about the changes taking place. And most of it's directed over the years, these fundamental changes in society by changing technology. Mm -hmm. Gutenberg printing and the printing press changed the way Europeans could talk to one another all the way to today. Where, where do people get their news? They, 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 you know, they go on the internet, they, 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 they go online, they go, and you have no notion whether it's true or not. What about what Elon Musk? You do so have a, you do have a notion actually you kind of do I mean you know when you're reading something whether you think it's true or not like people aren't stupid there's an internal guidance system that people have for the most part unless the only difference is when people are like you said in the earlier in the beginning of the show we're we're in this decades now right I mean I am 
most a lot of people in the audience are. When I first started figuring out that everything I knew was a lie, I believed almost anything in the beginning because I everything I knew was was true was actually not, right? So I was disillusioned. That's happening every day to people as they realize that everything they ever knew was a lie and so they'll believe anything. And there are a lot of people out there really capitalizing on that. And and they are peppering in absolute nonsense from 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 a pl- again from a place of fear to financially incentivize themselves it happens every day it is what it is you'll get there eventually you'll figure it out eventually um but that it, it happens that doesn't mean that we need some big daddy government or or keeper to come in and instruct us on how we should feel or what we should believe but well, he's, t- he's talking like the internet just popped up last week and suddenly everybody's <laughs> getting their news there and uh you know it's just i'm if, what what how how was the world why was the world safer when people would turn on the television to get their news from the same three people all over the place all over and over again the world was safer then because they liked what news was being put out right so they that, that's it there's there's just an instability people have choice you know the the term great awakening is thrown around a lot right the i think it's a spiritual thing i don't think it's a like, because you have to come to a certain place spiritually to be able to open your eyes to all the other nonsense that's going on. For example, I, I want to go back a second because I forgot I had this clip. L- listen to Kathy Hochul again. Hold on. I, I just want to show you. It can be done. This can be done in a bipartisan way, comprehensive immigration form. Where what specifically quotas, do you want? Numbers people can come in. Well, we want them to have a limit on who can come across the border. It is too open right now. Uh, people coming from all over the world are finding their way through, simply saying they need asylum. And the majority of them seem to be ending up in the streets of New York. And that is a real problem for New York City. 125,000. New- God, the face on this one. I can't. She's basically calling for a stricter immigration. I, I forgot I had that. I completely she, She's basically calling for the law already on the book to be... To be enforced. Yeah, but even that law is insufficient. Like we need it, we need the border to be sealed shut for at least ten years. I th- I agree. I'm good with that. Let's assimilate who's here then, and not kick everyone. Assimilate some, and, massively deport others. Well, I, and I was never a big big fan of deportation, but it, at this point, it, you you have to pump some out. There's a um, there's a. There's a, a, a gif going around or a meme going around that every single person they've seen, like in this horde of five or 6,000 people coming over at once, is all middle, young fighting age men. And then somebody said they used to call this a revolution or an invasion, not a an immigrant. It's true. I mean, who knows? I don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I don't. I, I, I will say, moving on with the censorship stuff, I distracted everybody with my forgetfulness. I apologize. Um, name redacted on Twitter has been doing a ton of work onto how the government shares their intelligence officials with the private social media companies. And basically they've formed task forces. The CIA, for example, have mission centers that have positive relationships with social media firms. They, they basically trade, they have an internship program where CIA go into, so to Facebook and work there. To learn from the private companies what they're doing so they can then influence how the CIA does things. It's, it's yeah, that's what they say. And I just want to show you um, what he found. It's called Public-Private Partnership on Malign Foreign Influence, Observations and Recommendations. It's an executive sum- summary about this. Um, but this is what Dan Bongino said on his show the Did other you- day. And it, it, it it's finally... We're starting to see some people tie together these threads. Hear this? This is a tweet from At This Closed TV. So apparently Dr. Fauci, the CIA, secretly escorted him into headquarters. And the rumor is it was to influence the CIA's analysis of where the Wuhan virus came from. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave you with the most important story. I want you to be very cautious. The Bongino rule is in full effect. Gee, can you do like a liner thing for that? We pop on the screen. Bongino rule in effect or something like that. Because you need to know, like, this is Bongino rule time. I think they've got this story all backwards. I don't think Fauci was brought in there 
to influence the CIA's intelligence on where the Wuhan virus came from. I think this story's all backwards. I think what really happened is he was there because the CIA was probably looking for advice from Fauci from the medical field promoting the COVID conspiracy theories about vaccines and that it was a natural origin stuff and all this other stuff. I think the CIA was looking for advice because it was an intelligence level operation to target people on social media and get them booted for what they call misinformation. Am I explaining that right? Don't think for a second the CIA needed Fauci. The Fauci, Fauci, they knew exactly where the Wuhan virus came from. It came from the Wuhan lab. The CIA, I think, was part. Folks, I'm getting this from good people. Mm. Pay very close attention. That's why I'm leaving you with this on a Friday. The CIA was looking to Fauci for tips on how they could censor people online who were speaking the truth about COVID because the truth would have benefited Donald Trump. Who's okay. Fauci honestly is not smart enough to know what to tell the CIA. There's no indication that it was him from the NIH that was doing this stuff. Could it be possible? Yeah, absolutely. The CIA thing with him and scrubbing the logs is very interesting. I'll be paying attention to it. Um, the Bongino rule for some for Linda in the chat is when a story like this comes out to give it at least 24 to 48 hours before you run with it as something true to let the dust settle on it and not to be overly reactive. That's the Bongino rule. Um, but <laughs> it's all Missouri v. Biden, all of it. Everything he's saying is Missouri v. Biden. I'll just finish it real quick. Who said in the beginning the thing came from China. They were there for tips on how to censor. And Fauci was a useful idiot. Don't think for a second the CIA needed Fauci to make their determination. This story is all backwards. The CIA was likely engaged as part of the intelligence operation to censor and suppress people online. Now, if you want to really get into this story and really understand it, two people that I've been working with, I have my own lane, they have their lanes, and they're all amazing. Name Redacted on Twitter, Name Redacted 247, invaluable. I worked with him early in Spygate and Trash Discourse, T-H-A Wood Chipper is um, really, really, really a great resource for people if they want to listen. He does amazing spaces. He pulls things together. If you're really interested in stuff like this, that's definitely where you should be. Hands down. Like, I join spaces with them, the few that I do. And um, it's, it's good stuff. So from there, do we want to talk about, we'll throw it out, Frank. I'll let you pick. Do you want to talk about the shenanigans in Congress and keep it more lighthearted? Or do you want to talk about some amazing, pretty crazy information that has come out about Omicron? Uh, I, I guess Congress. Okay. I have, um, I will put it in the show notes for anybody. Maybe we'll hit it on Wednesday or maybe I'll save it for when you are on your little retreat, which is coming up in a week or two, right? Uh, next Wednesday morning. Yeah, okay. So next Wednesday and Friday show, I will be alone. But uh, what, what What's what, what happened with, what's the big, like how much does it take to do both? The, I want to play this clip from uh, the High Wire. It's about, it's 20 minutes. Cutting it would oh. be, wouldn't do it justice. Okay. So it, it would be the rest of the show. So we're not going to do that today. Um, but I will I will put it in the show notes for people today if they want to get caught up. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty stunning. B the gist of it, just as a, as a teaser, and you, you're going to need to understand it. I want everyone to understand the science. Every single variant of Omicron, every one, not just the original Omicron, has been man-made. Every variant that has come from it since has been man-made. Every one. And Omicron is... That was the 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 fourth. It yeah. went from Delta. it went from Delta, and then what? Omicron was after Delta. Okay, it, it was the one that came out in November of 2021, right? Yeah, 
No. It was the one that that McCullough and Malone said it's so different genetically. It's almost like somebody released it purposefully as a way for us to get to herd immunity because it was less deadly but more viral. So this is not a an instance of a weaker, more quickly passed around virus just continuing to mutate itself Correct. down and whatever. It it it's actually it's actually being re- released and re-released by man every couple of months that's what that's what the evidence shows a top japanese virologist warned of this he is from kyoto university his name is professor taka miyazawa and he is one of the most esteemed epidemiologists in japan who has basically taken his career and 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 said screw it and flushed it in the toilet to stand on the street and scream this. This this esteemed professor, scientist, like he's not just a fluke. He's definitely somebody that people listen to. Um, and I have this whole thing laid out in such a way that I can take you through the story that the High Wire has done. Because it's it's something to think about. It really is. So we can do that. Either Friday or Wednesday of this week, if you want, whatever you want to do, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It, it's timeless, so it's not like it have it has to be done right, right now. Nothing's changing, like we can't take any action based off of it. It's just knowledge to have. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's what I I thought about. Okay, so yeah. let's just go to the stupidity of Congress instead because it's it's a lot more lighthearted. Over the weekend, Jamal Bowman, who is the same congressman who did this to Tom Massey, we'll just play the video real quick. Allows teachers to carry. Carry guns? Would you? Would you, would you more co-sponsor? guns lead to more death? Would you co-sponsor? More guns lead to more death. Would you co-sponsor? Look at the data. You're not looking at any data. No, you're no, you're no, carrying the water for the gun lobby. No, no, Look at the no data. self-control. More to more death. He literally guns pushes them. I mean, have open carry laws have more death in every school. That's, that's totally wrong. No. He's uh, and Massey's telling him. Look at look at him. He's a crazy lunatic. He's all up in his face. He's touching him physically. He's violating the non-aggression principle every five seconds. Yes. Yep. Insane. Yeah. So that's him. That's the man who um, went and childlike, childlike in in complete lack of control, self-control impulses. He went, removed the emergency exit signs from the doors in the middle of the vote to or or the house the house was was reading through you know bills had to vote on them he wanted more time so he went and pulled the fire alarm which is a is a felony by the way insurrection it's insurrection it's disrupting an official proceeding he should have at least 23 years in prison and listen Looking, there's no way that this wasn't what it was. He's, of course, walking it back and saying, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. I thought that that would open the door. He was a principal, for goodness sakes. He knows what happens when you pull a fire alarm. Merrick Garland says this a week, a a little while ago. We do not have one rule for Republicans and another rule for Democrats. We don't have one rule for foes and another for friends. We don't have one rule for the powerful and another for the powerless, for the rich or for the poor. Okay. So Good. then I'm, just, uh, I'm not uh, sure. Put that in practice now. Would we'll sure. love to see this man in jail. Not sure why he hasn't been arrested yet. I I, I am very very curious. Well, because he because he told you there he he thought it was the light switch. It, Which, uh, but we can't just throw somebody in jail if they made a mistake. Could, I mean, you know, we? the people on January 6th thought they were being escorted in by cops to take a tour of the Capitol building, but hey, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. Hey. Here's um, Representative Nicole Maliotakis from New York after this little stunt happened. This is what she had to say to her constituents. Washington, unbelievable. As you know, we've been trying to avert a shutdown. Oh, my earring just fell. We're trying to avert a shutdown here in Washington. And you will not believe what occurred today. So we bring a bill to avoid a shutdown and just imagine this there's all these democrats walking around with buttons that say no republican shutdown so we put a bill to avert the shutdown to temporarily for 45 days fund the government 
so our military can get paid, our federal employees can get paid. So we don't shut down the government until we could finish all our appropriation bills. And what do the Democrats do? The first thing they do is do a motion to adjourn the House. Now, we had less than 12 hours to go before midnight tonight deadline. They do a motion to adjourn, followed by a bunch of speeches to delay a vote. And then our fellow colleague from New York, Jamal Bowman, a member of the Socialist Squad, actually pushed, pulled the fire alarm to create a fake emergency to prohibit a vote on the House floor. I mean, this is the United States Congress people. This is not some New York City public high school. And so I'll tell you this much, what he did was a federal crime and I'm putting in a resolution to expel him from Congress. I hope he's gonna be charged with the federal crime that he committed today. Uh, by the way, we did get that bill passed and it's over at the Senate now. So they could all take down their Republican shutdown pins and they can put on a Schumer shutdown pin if the Senate doesn't do its job. So that'll she, show him. Yeah. Um, somebody in the chat said that that's my doppelganger. I don't feel like I look anything like her at all. But hey, to each their own. <laughs> She's not a bad looking woman, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not on the page. I don't know. I, I only heard her. I don't know that I look anything like that. But, you know, whatever. Um. I think it's all petty and stupid, honestly. I really do. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, all the, the, the delaying and the the partisan nonsense is one. Yeah. But when you start, when you're like, when you are this idiot that pulls the fire alarm, first of all, you're not on camera. I'm like, the, the lack of thinking is, is almost fascinating to watch he people. He was holding the sign in his hand. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and, oops. It's fascinating. I just wanted to get out. I wanted to get out of here. I felt claustrophobic. Like, yeah. Seriously. Stu stupidity can be fascinating sometimes. Like watching somebody just like trap themselves in a situation. It's it's really it's really incredible. Animal. Um. Seth Dillon asked, "What's going on with Gates and McCarthy right now?" Someone explain it to me. Like I'm Kamala Harris. If you want to chuckle at politics today, I would totally, totally read the comments underneath this thread. Somebody said they're working together and in the togetherness, they have the ability to work. When we have a vision of what we can be, we will be the vision. Okay there, uh, fortune cookie. Gates is a congressman. McCarthy is a different congressman. They vote on Congress things. Gates starts with G. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Hold on. The passage of time has shown McCarthy has failed to meet his end of the bargain as demonstrated through the passage of time. That's they're not really answering it the right way. They're answering it as Kamala Harris instead of t talking to yeah. him like he is Kamala Harris. But there was one in here that really made me laugh that I can't find anymore. Um, it was something to the effect of Gates is trying to get 12 different appropriations bills McCarthy wants all one bill. Um, apparently Gates is wrong because there is some rule in Congress that says thou shalt always screw over the American taxpayer. <laughs> yeah, see, this is why I say I wish the government shutdowns were exactly what it sounded like, but it's just not. They shut down a, a kiosk at the at the uh, in the mall or something like that. There's there's compared to the size of what our government has become over the generations the it's it's so m minuscule now obviously if you're one of the people who are inside of that sliver of government that's getting uh furloughed for a little while um then yeah i guess it sucks but i i wish that it was these people that were were choked out from their uh their incomes i wish that everybody lost out it'd be so great but then again then there would be no there'd be no There'd be no friction whatsoever. There would never ever be a skip in in uh in funding. Ever. I if I just have a question, Frank, and I hope everybody's thinking this way. I'm gonna play some clips of this war that's going on inside the Republican. And and like I said the other day, Gates keeps saying conservative members, not Republican members. I find that very interesting. Um what's gonna happen? Who will replace McCarthy? 
Who will replace McCarthy if they vacate him? Who will replace him? And and do we have a plan for that? Is there a plan to put somebody else up? Or are we going to get a Democrat speaker? Because we removed McCarthy and we don't have a plan. That's my only worry. I, I People are going to hate me for saying it. I know. But I seriously think there is a lot of short-sightedness going on in favor of personal vendetta right now. And people are not thinking about the end game, which can easily be taken from us. You're talking about a Democrat speaker, though there is a... Republican almost, majority. It almost happened last time. I don't know. Well, let's listen to what they have to say. Here's here's Matt Gates. To vacate tomorrow. I do intend to file a motion to vacate against Speaker McCarthy this week. I think we need to this rip week. off the Band-Aid. I think we need to move on with new leadership that can be trustworthy. Look, the one thing everybody has in common is that nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. He lied to Biden. He lied to House conservatives. He had appropriators marking to a different number altogether. And the reason we were backed up against the shutdown politics is not a bug of the system, it's a feature. Kevin McCarthy's goal was to make multiple contradictory promises to delay everything, back us up against shutdown politics, and at the end of the day, blow past the spending guardrails he'd agreed. So, to vacate tomorrow? I do in I, you, you know what, if you saw, if you were so, if you understood that this is probably what we what we had in in uh, coming down the pike, why for wait us. till now? Yeah, why? Yeah, I mean, you had this guy up against the ropes for what? What? Fifty? How many? How many votes? How many days was this guy kind of like languishing uh, to even be confirmed as speaker? I mean, should just should have just made your stand then. Not Seriously. only that, but we. I mean, I don't understand fully how the inner workings of Congress go, so I'm not speaking from a position of an expert, but. Isn't this something they should have been screaming about like months ago and not now when the government's about to shut down? Like, shouldn't yeah. <laughs> shouldn't we have been working on this? Like, here's McCarthy. Uh, here's McCarthy uh, yesterday on Face the Nation. This is this is a tit for tat ego fight between McCarthy and Gates at this point. Who is more righteous? Probably Gates. But. I don't know what the benefit is of any of this for anyone here. There is a lot to get to with you. I want to start, though, on the news this morning from Congressman Matt Gates, who says he's going to uh, seek a motion to vacate. He's going to try to oust you of Speaker of the House. Well, that, that's nothing new. He's tried to do that from the moment I ran for the office. Look. Well, this time he says he's going to keep going. May not get there before the 15th ballot, but it took 15 for Kevin McCarthy. Okay. He says he's coming for you. Can you survive? Yes, I'll survive. You know, this is personal with Matt. Matt voted against the most conservative ability to um, protect our border, secure our border. He's more interested in securing TV interviews than doing something. He wanted to push us into a shutdown, even threatening his own district with all the military people there who would not be paid, only because he wants to take this motion. So how be many, it. Bring it on. Let's get over with. How many people are sick of this bullshit I'm, saber rattling? Like, yep. yep. It's like I'm whose I'm penis sick. is better? Like whose is bigger? Who can wield it better? I'm writing down the timestamp because I cursed. It just feels uh, like uh, honestly, this is why one day, um, if there's any ever anybody working on that level that is willing to do something that's actually going to be beneficial, it should be a shutdown to indefinite shutdown, uh, just so that people will stop using. Uh, members of the military as hostages. We need to. So we we need to get our members of our military paid. Hey. We shouldn't even have a standing military in peacetime. That's why they always keep us in wartime. Number one, number two. It is obscene, an obscene tactic that should be seen for the the the, uh, the crime that it is to hold people hostage like that economically just to be able to uh, shirk your responsibilities as a legislative body and just vote on these gigantic uh, bills so you don't have to do the work of all the little tiny pieces inside of it and have one piece be the hostage holder to the other and all that. It, it, I, I hate, I, I hate hearing about people, well, you want our troops to go without pay? Meanwhile, at this point, I, At this point, I don't want anybody to get paid. Yeah, until this stops, I can't stand listening to this anymore. You want to hear what Lindsey Graham said before we end? <laughs> That's a stupid question. Of course you What do you say? Uh, here we go. 
I think Kevin is the right guy at the right time. The only way he loses his job is if a handful of Republicans join up with the Democratic Party to fire him. That would be a disaster for They're the future out. of the Republican Party. That's not going to happen. Kevin has the overwhelming confidence of his membership. He worked to avoid a shutdown. Mm -hmm. He will help Ukraine, but he's telling everybody in the country, including yeah. me, you better send something over for the border for me to help Ukraine. And he's right. Why don't you just move to Ukraine, Lindsay? Just go there. Seriously, this man. It's not Ukraine, man, it's somewhere else. I know, this man can't can't screw us hard enough, fast enough. Like, he's terrible. I, I don't know why everybody gives him a pass all the time. You should see I what they did. I don't think he gets a pass. He just somehow passes through. I know how he passes through. Yeah, I don't know. With the like a kidney stone or something. I don't know what's going on. It's just, I don't know anybody who likes him. I do. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you're in South Carolina. You, no, 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 no. Constituents don't like him. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That, that, that's what I meant. No. Like, I, I don't know him. anybody who this guy pops up on screen or does some kind of a media engagement and an average person goes, man, he's, he's really got it together. He's smart. He's spot on. Some... Love, love this guy. He's got our best interest in mind. Some, real patriot somebody did a, a, a i can't find it now it was funny though somebody did an ai thing where they dubbed his voice over saying something completely different very very dirty and inappropriate but it was funny. i have it right here oh you do <laughs> it's the last thing i retweeted on my twitter last night all right night. let me go there hold on let me go there because the i wasn't gonna play it but if i yeah the only difference is that from now to last night somebody finally put a community note on it yeah now it's noted because it does sound really real okay here we go we're gonna mock lindsey graham for the last minute we had to keep the government open we got 45 days to fix both problems um listen people call me lady g just because i like to cross dress Maybe I put on some lipstick, some heels, and tuck my testicles back using Gorilla Tape, but that doesn't mean I don't love this country. <laughs> exactly. We had a Yeah. Good. This, this, is, this is AI I can get behind. <laughs> I like it. That's it for today, guys. You have been listening to the Dark Delight Podcast with... Frankie Val on the drums and... Beans! You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Also, live streaming Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Getter, on X, and on Rumble. And um, Frank's got a show Monday through Friday at 7. You can check it out on Rumble or QuiteFrankly.tv. And then my new Aside of Beans, Tuesdays and Thursdays, where we do ridiculous stuff and laugh our asses off is on Rumble at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we'll be back here on Wednesday. Later. <laughs>